This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. I do appreciate you being with me here on this Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. So there's a lot of moving parts going on in the marketplace, in the economy, in the world, and, you know, in the vaccine. Uh, did you hear that AstraZeneca's uh, uh, vaccine was approved in the United Kingdom today? So that makes three, three vaccines that are been approved. So, anyways, it is Jan- you know January first is coming around. It'll be here Friday, so that means that's a holiday tomorrow. I think is a half day for the market. So then we'll be into the new year, two thousand twenty-one. Okay, uh, so we know about the COVID vaccine uh, that's being d- distributed in the United States, uh, but of course you did probably hear that there's a new strain out there too, and that strain is supposed to be more. Um, contagious the good thing is the vaccine is supposed to work on that new strain as well so do we call that covid 19 b or covid 20 that new strain what do we call that now i mentioned on the air that that would happen many months ago because i talked to my one of my uh oh it's a nephew it's a, a niece's husband who works in infectious diseases and poisons and things and he said there will be there will be different strains of this COVID nineteen. He mentioned that to me then. And I mentioned it on air that it'll probably have different strains. And then we have it. So we're gonna have to just deal with it, people. And we've been dealing with it for a long time and I know you're tired of it because I am very tired of it. Uh, this whole thing. And I know we all are and uh, we can't wait till it gets past us. Anyways, today's trivia question concerns approximate U.S. equity market value in 2020. So how much in trillions, how large in trillions is our stock market? So I'm going to try to help visualize you the size of what $1 trillion is. It's hard to fathom. And here we are. How much have we spent, government spent in trillions? And they're going to spend more? I'm Steve Peasley, and today in this program and podcast, I'll do my best to provide unbiased answers to your finance and investment questions. I know you want strategies to help deal with the volatility, and I'm here and ready to take your calls at 888-99-CHART. So what did the market do today? It was up. Dow was up 74, NASDAQ up 20, and the S&P up 5. So we're having our little um, Christmas rally, I guess we call it still. Excuse me. <clears throat> and uh, it's not much, but it is a rally, uh, you know, just not very strong. Well, we're always busy, right? Every time we do the show, it's a busy podcast-packed show. So let's get right to our first caller. Hi, Stephen Justin. This is Jamil from Frisco, Texas. I was calling about... Ticker symbol, Wolf Bravo Alpha, WBA. I have a small position in it. I'm looking to sell it against capital gains for tax purposes. Please let me know. Thank you. Bye. 
Okay, W, B as in boy, A as in apple. Okay, and that's, uh, oh, that's not the wrong one. Fat fingers, sorry about that. Uh, Walgreens Boots Alliance operates 21,000 pharmacy-led health and well-being retail stores in 11 countries. They're growing slowly because they're so big. Law of large numbers catches up with you. Uh, about 2% grows in, sell, in sales. Uh, last year, it was a little bit more than that, 5 7%, somewhere in there. They're going to make $5.22 next year, make $4.80 this year, and $4.74 last year. So it's a $39 stock selling for $5.22. That makes the P.E. pretty low. Okay, uh, about 8, a little less than 8. And the long uh, five-year range is 6 to 20. Now, why is it so low? Why? One of the reasons is because uh, Amazon is getting into this business. But I don't think, you know, you have CVS and this Walgreens, two very large pharmaceuticals. I, I, I'm feeling that, you know, they are being... Uh, I, I think that the threat of Amazon is not nearly as big to these two very large companies. I don't think it is. Um, so I think this stock is a, probably a pretty good pie, pretty, pretty good price here at this, at this level. WBA, everybody. Appreciate the call. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and the new year begins on Friday. It is worth emphasizing that as we accommodate the new way of celebrating in the wake of COVID-19, because we certainly can't have parties like we did before, we should remember that the task of building your financial freedom continues every day and every year. New year doesn't mean much to that. So don't. there's no backsliding here, people. So our objective will require information, everybody's objective, information and strategies, effective strategies. So we need to talk about this. Your participation is always important and welcome. So we're taking your calls live, 888-99-CHART. Have you heard about Riskalyze? It's a brief question and answer form that you fill out online. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein will also get a copy of your responses. They can use the Riskalyze results to help you formulate a strategy that fits your investing risk tolerance. Learn more anytime and take the Riskalyze quiz at investtalk.com. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Okay. My focus point today concerns a story. U.S. home prices have jumped at the fastest pace in over six years. Housing costs, prices. And I'm sure if you're in the market, you know that already. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, and this is the third month in a row it's gone up. So Now, coming up on the program and podcast, I will also talk about, did you hear about the new... That the 737 is back, the 737 MAX flew for the first time today after two years being grounded. I want to maybe talk about that a little bit. And what, what result will we have 
with this huge spending package, the brand new one they have, they just passed, and the new one they're talking about. You know, in other words, going from six hundred dollars cash per person to two thousand dollars per. What what's going to result in the economy, in how we live, in you know, inflation, in interest rate? What's what's the result? So I, I'm going to try to explore that. No one really knows, by the way, but I'm going to explore the idea. And stocks that lost billions of dollars in market cap this year. Not everything went up, as you know. Which ones are they? How much did they lose? So those things, and, and, and we'll talk about those if we get time today. But, of course, your call's always first, always. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Here, on, here at KPP, first, uh, let's see, um, uh, I don't want to miss anything. I, I, I don't make a habit of going into lots of detail, but I think you should be aware of some of the benefits of our firm, Justin Klein and I uh, provide at KPP Financial. First, we are located in Irvine, California, Southern California, which is in Orange County, Southern California. And here on Invest Talk and at KPP Financial, we operate with a philosophy of independent thinking, shared success, and this, we think, benefits our, our listeners and our clients. We don't, we don't buy information as to what we should buy or sell. We just buy data, and we determine our own decisions. That's not, you know, that's not as common as you might think. We also implement what we call parallel investing, meaning I buy the same things for myself as I do for my clients. Same price, same time, same percentage. I, I, so we're all on the same side of the table as far as trying to grow our portfolios. So... Just want to let you know. And, you know, I really encourage you to take up us up on the offer of, you know, portfolio review, talking to you about your finances. You can do it via telephone, Skype, Jive, any kind of meeting you want. So if you send us a message to investtalk.com, send me an email, or you can call our offices in Irvine, California. Be happy to talk to you. And there's no obligation, never is. You don't have to do anything. I don't try to talk to anybody in anything. You talk to any of our clients or anybody I talk to, you'll find that we are we don't pressure people. It's not our style. We just want to help if we can. And let's see, as I often told you, the Invest Talk caller question came in day and comes they all come in day and night every time. Anytime a listener feels like they have a question, you can call. 888-99 chart is our number. So let's take another call right now. This came in from North Carolina. Hi guys, Lee from North Carolina here. I had a question about Stitch Fix, ticker SFIX. I purchased this stock uh, several months back. It was in the mid-20s. It's run up quite a bit and I do still like it. I like the company as a long-term hold, but I'm just curious to your opinion. Is it time to take some profits on it or does the company look strong enough to you that uh, I should just stand pat and keep letting it run? Look forward to hearing your answer on the podcast. Thanks. Okay, Stitch Fix Inc. SF Sam Frank IX provides personalized shopping online platform for men and women based on their preferences. Okay, uh, they don't make money. They used to make money, but they don't make money now. Uh, the last three years, 2021 and next year, they're going to lose money 12 cents a share. Before that, used to make money. So I wonder what changed. Because sales are continuing to grow. 
So it's a $61.83 stock, and they don't make money. My personal preference is you probably take some money off the table. You bought it at 20 maybe take your original investment. That would be about, what, a third of its current value, of your current value of this stock. Take it off the table. Put it in your pocket. What's wrong with that? You know, uh, I don't know if it should be a core holding. It's a $6.4 billion company. Uh, I, it's hard to know if, you know, this is the this is the future. I don't know. Could be. But I don't think you should, you know, you need to manage the risk. And if it's tripled on you, what's wrong with taking a third out now? That's what I would suggest. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Okay, uh, Boeing 737 Max. You know the one was grounded because there was a couple of crashes in Europe, and there was a couple of technical problems and computer issues and uh, problems with uh, with the FAA inspections and Boeing's own inspections of their new jet, and then it crashed. So it spent two years on the ground. That hurt. That didn't help Boeing at all. Then you had in COVID shutdown, and man, Boeing's been crushed, right? So, but it's back in the air now. Now it's a question of can it gain confidence from the airlines and the public based on, you know, now you're thinking, I know I would. Oh, this is the one that crashes. When I get, <laughs> wouldn't you think that when you got on board? Oh, yeah, this is the one that crashed. I had a problem. Do I really want to be in this plane? Even though it might be as safe as can be, you still has to, it's going to take time, take a long time to build confidence in that plane, a long time, and uh, they'll do it over time, I'm sure, as long as it's, you know, safe. When's the last time you heard about any crashes from older Boeing planes? Rarely do they crash. Think about all the miles they used to fly. Not today because of COVID, but they've rarely crashed. Anyway. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. For investors, the need to remain vigilant never ends. With strong crosswinds like volatility, risk tolerance, affecting decisions, we must learn to manage our fear and greed because that practice can make us better investors. So we should talk about that. And your participation is always welcome and important. So please call. We're taking your calls live at 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. The start of a new year promises many changes. For investors, the challenge will be how to stay focused on maintaining your assets while navigating market volatility. That's where Steve Peasley and Justin Klein can help. The phone lines are open and waiting for your questions now. 888 99Chart. 888 99Chart. I got an echo still. Emilio's, how you doing? Yeah, hello, sir. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for the call. Yeah, sure, sure. If I can take the answer off the air, that'd be great. I'm looking okay. for Realty with symbol O. Okay. Realty Income Corporation, symbol O. REIT that acquires retail properties, leads to regional and retail chain operators located in 49 states. Um, they're going to make $3.39 this year, $3.50 next year, 
and they've been slowly increasing earnings every year, very consistently. Uh, sales have increased between 8 and 17% per quarter for two years every quarter. So it's a really solid company paying 4.6% dividend. Uh, they, they don't have a ton of debt. They have debt, but not a ton of it. Management owns 1%. So it's a good, solid company, but it's in the retail properties space. And that space is struggling because of Amazon, of course. So I, I'm not sure what the prospects would be, but likely it will continue to pay the dividend. Uh, but at some point, that may be in jeopardy because because of the retail space that it's in and the problems retail uh, retail uh, stores have with Amazon. You gotta have an Amazon solution. You got to have it. Eight 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 ninety nine chart. Eight eight nine nine four two seven eight. Appreciate the call and thank you for being with us here, everybody. Uh, let's see. Why don't we talk about you? Home, why don't we talk about U.S. home prices? Yeah, uh, they they have they have risen this most recent month, the fastest pace more than six years, fastest pace. They jumped in October, okay, uh, and this was the third month in a row. They went up seven point nine percent on a year-over-year basis, almost eight percent. That's a lot. So, and the, because of that, people are having trouble finding properties. You have more people moving out of the inner cities, more people working from home. That's driving people out of smaller apartments into bigger houses because they're working from home and doing everything from home these days. So that that vaccine, I mean, the virus has pushed real estate prices up and i don't i don't see that stopping i really don't because we're finding out that you can be just as efficient from home as you can in the office so it's going to continue so i think that's how you got to play this uh if you're looking for a house i feel sorry for you because you're going to have a hard time it's just just going to that's just way your interest rates are so very low Every, everything is setting itself up for the housing markets to continue to be strong into 2021. So I don't think you're going to have a lot of options. You're just going to have to deal with it. Which, you know, for us people to own properties or own properties, that's that's a good thing. Our values are going up. Our net wealth is increasing. Makes us much more comfortable. Let's grab another quick question from 888-99-CHART. Hi, guys. My name is Joel. Uh, I love the show. Uh, I've been listening about a year. I was wondering if you could check out the ticker O-V-I-D, OVID. I know it is a biotech and probably not too keen on that. I think it's hitting support in the 250 area. I uh, just wanted you to take a look what you thought about it. I appreciate it, and I love the show. Thank you. Now, don't, I don't want you to get the impression I don't like biotech. Sure, I love biotech, but... Big biotech or top biotech companies that make money. You know, not just have sales, but make money. Now, why I don't like this one, 
It develops gene therapeutics for inherited and acquired uh, disorders, okay? But it doesn't make money. It's never made money in the seven years it's existed. Not going to make money next year. And in fact, it has no reportable sales. So it's selling for $2.38. It's got as high as $8. I mean, in 2017, as high as $15. If you were a buyer when it was $15, now it's $2.38. You've lost a lot of money. So what's what's keeping it alive? News. The news, you know, uh, the, the, the propaganda that is doing something good. But... What? See, you got to be really, really careful of these, these story stocks. Don't buy story stocks. Buy stocks that have make money. How many times have Justin and I encouraged our listeners to stay invested? Well, since we say it every day, the number is large. And now, as we go to break, here is my two-part trivia question. What is the approximate value of the U.S. equity market in 2020, and how much has it increased since 2012? So after break, I will supply the answer, but for now, my phone lines are open, and I encourage your investment questions, 888-99-CHART. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the Internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, 
security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's attack resistance platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. This is Invest Talk. You can get your free Invest Talk podcast downloads anytime at iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or investtalk.com. The anytime listener lines never close. Steve and Justin are waiting for your questions. 888-99-CHART. Okay, before the break, I had a question, a trivia question. What is the approximate value of the U.S. equity market in 2020? And how much has it increased since 2012? Okay, before I give you the specific market cap numbers, and just so you know how you figure out market cap, is the price of stocks times the number of shares outstanding. Okay? But, but in the United States, a trillion is the equivalent of a million million. So if you want to write the number a trillion on a piece of paper, you would start with one and follow it with 12 zeros. Okay? But how can we visualize how large that number really is? One trillion. Okay? One trillion seconds is 31,688 years, 269 days, one hour and 46 minutes and 40 seconds. 31,688 years. Okay, that is a long time. Okay, that's a trillion. And that's in seconds. We've only had, you know, what, what are we are, 2,020, 2,000 years? And it's 31,000 plus seconds in seconds in years. A trillion seconds ago, there was no written history. The pyramids had not yet been built, and saber-toothed tigers were still prowling the planet. Okay, so here's the answer to the market value. As of 9-30, 2020, the U.S. equity market value was $32,258 trillion. Okay, that's 2020. And the market value of the top 500 companies on that date was $29,300 trillion. Remember, it's $36,000 trillion. The top 500, 29, so the bulk. Remember, a trillion is a million million. Okay? A million million. As of 12 2012, the U.S. equity market was valued at $18,673 trillion. Okay, so from 18 to 36, from 2012 to 2020. Now, did you notice that the U.S. equity market value doubled? Yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Okay, for comparison. As of 12-31-1998, the U.S. equity market value was $13 trillion. Okay, as of 2018, the U.S. stock market was five times the size of the closest 
competitor, five times the size, now meaning other global equity markets, Germany, England, whatever. So, question here is, by all those double lanes and stuff over that period of time, that's why you hear us, me and Justin, telling you, stay invested. Don't try to tie in the market. Market has gone up every, every, I don't know, I think every decade since 2000, okay, I'm saying 1900s, for well over 100 years. Okay, stay invested. Edgar, San Diego, how you doing? Oh, he left. Oh, I'm sorry about that. He wanted to talk about Exxon Mobil, so I'll, I'll be happy to talk about it. I don't have a problem with it. Um, okay, what is the result of this huge debt that we're taking on? We've already took on three plus trillion. Okay, from the first spending package. Now it's going to be another three trillion dollars if we pass that two thousand dollar per person thing. If not, it'd be about one. One and a half, something like that. And we're talking trillions, not billions, trillions. So that tells you how, how big it is. What, what's going to be the result of putting on all this debt? Okay, we went from 20 trillion, we're going to go to 28, 29 trillion. We went from, from, from before COVID till after COVID. Before that debt, before before COVID, we went from I think what 14, 15 trillion to 20 trillion in 10 years. There's going to be some kind of repercussion. So what do we think it's going to be? We think it's going to be inflation, but we don't really see it anywhere other than precious metals. We've seen prices go up there. So what happens when the world economy recovers? What happens to commodities, let's say, where many of them are priced in U.S. dollars? The costs will probably go up. That's inflation. But will, it, will we see it in our everyday spending, in our salaries? Well, that happened in the 1980s, late 70s, ended 80s, and our inflation rate was about 13, 14%, somewhere in that range. Today, inflation is one, little over 1%. So what is our average inflation? 3%. So I'm telling you, to go to a normal average inflation rate, inflation today has to go up 200 more percent to get to 3 percent. 300 percent. 300 percent. It's got to go up just to get to the average. What if it goes to 6 percent? And see, some kind of a result is going to come from all this spending. I just can't tell you exactly when, how much, what exactly is the result, but the most likely result is inflation. Okay? And at what point do people keep buying our 
debt at such a very low interest rate. They just don't want to, why would you want to own our debt paying less than 1% for 10 years? The only reason why you'd own it is because you have to. And commercial banks, banks have to carry on U.S. debt because it's secure and they have to be safe. The banks have to be safe. Okay, let's keep things moving. Here comes another caller question from the 888-99 chart. Hi, Steve and Justin. This is Nick from East Texas. I love the podcast. Thank you all for everything you do. I wanted to talk about oil tankers, too, and specifically uh, North American tanker and then uh, Scorpio tanker. They're both pretty low, and uh, I think when the oil supply comes back up, it looks like there's going to be a shortage on tankers. So I think those are both going to do pretty well. And I saw there were board member buy-ins on both of those. So I just wanted to know your thoughts. Uh, Again, love the podcast. Thank you all for everything you do. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks for the call. We'll do one because I can't do two because i got to type it in and compare and everything. It's very difficult. But North American Tanker Limited, NAT, international tanker company that owns 23 double-hole Suez Max Suez Max tankers, three of which are new building vessels. Okay, they're going to they're going to make 43 cents this year, 12 cents next year. It's a $3.01 stock. The whole company is worth 452 million. So it's small. Sales growth is impressive. It was 15% in the most recent quarter. The quarter before that, 200% growth. The quarter before that, 60. So it has been growing very steady. Very steady. Uh, but, and it has a very high dividend. It's not going to be able to maintain that. Uh, the cash flow is 31 cents a share. And it can't pay 15% dividend with that kind of cash flow. It's not enough. Uh, at making... 12 cents a share next year means that the stock is kind of overpriced. So you, as you mentioned, it has to have that recovery in sales to, to justify a higher stock price. The highest stock price that this has is about 15, 16, back in 2015 and 16. So that's the highest it's ever been. It's been as low as a dollar, so, and that was last year and the year before. So, uh, well, I'm not keen on it right at this point. I'm just not. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Okay, I'm Steve Peasley. You're listening to Talk, and you're not alone. Now, as you might assume, the greatest number of our listeners are here in the United States. However, it's pretty interesting to note that we attract audience from all over the world. For example, we we can download listeners from Germany, Czech, Czech Republic, Greece, Egypt, Cambodia, Mexico, lots of different countries. So wherever you may be living here in the United States or around the world, Justin and I want to thank you for downloading Invest Talk this year, and we we do wish you a happy New Year next year. Uh, but all those downloads, those free downloads. I've been great. We do appreciate it. And remember, sure you tell your friends and family. Hopefully, they can get something out of the show. And, of course, you're welcome to call our KPP financial office at Irvine 
A new year is coming, and we will help you. We promise to help you. We want to help you. But now our phone lines are open at 888-99-CHART. InvestTalk is made possible by KPP Financial. InvestTalk hosts Steve Peasley and Justin Klein are the principals of KPP Financial, and they are independent financial advisors. This means they place their clients' interests ahead of the firm's. As part of that commitment, KPP Financial practices parallel investing, where Steve and Justin's accounts participate with client investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about parallel investing and the other KPP Financial programs at investtalk.com. The phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call now, 888-99-CHART. Hey guys, this is Alex calling from Virginia. Uh, I like the show, listen to it all the time. I uh, had a question uh, about Target and Walmart. I'm trying to decide which company to invest in. Uh, obviously, these two companies do similar things and wanted to know your guys' opinion on the valuation of both and price points um, to see what would be the better investment in terms of their future outlook. Um, I do like Target because of, you know, the lower market cap that they do have, but it has run up a lot. So I wanted to see what you guys thought would be the best company to invest in. So I will listen to your guys' answers on the podcast and we'll be listening. Uh, thank you so much for your help. Have a great day. Bye. Okay, both companies do similar, sell similar products, okay, Target and Walmart. But Target has a lot faster growth than Walmart, because Walmart's much bigger, too. But Target is going to make $8.92 this year, $8.44 next year, and that's a 40% increase this year, obviously, because people are shopping online. And what's nice is both companies, Target and Walmart, have a solution for Amazon. They are growing they they have online presence that seems to compete very very well against Amazon's online offerings so <clears throat> I, I like target probably better but as you pointed out it's done nothing but run up this year so I, I think I would buy it on a pullback the five-year PE range is 10 to 24 and it's at 21 now so it's kind of high Okay, great return on equity, strong cash flow, a decent dividend at 1.6%. Nothing big, but nice. So, I don't know. I think Target. But I would buy it on a pullback. Okay. Okay. Um, stocks that lost billions. And I'm talking about large companies, large stable companies, not some fly-by-nights. Lost billions this year. The three largest that lost more than fifty billion each: ExxonMobil, Wells Fargo, and Intel. Three largest, three large, very large, lost fifty billion of their market cap this year. The sectors that lost the most: energy and financials, which ties in. And uh, some other companies uh, right behind Exxon, Wells Fargo, and Intel, 
AT&T, Boeing, Chevron, Bank of America. Okay? All of them lost billions in their market cap. Now, if this might be an area that you look at for future investments. You never invest in the rearview mirror. Always invest looking forward in the windshield, not in the rearview mirror. Looking in the rearview mirror may give you some ideas. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. We have one goal here to help you achieve financial freedom. And our work continues after this break. So get your questions in now, 888 99Chart. Your objective is to work hard, plan well, and achieve financial freedom, right? You're in luck because Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your finance and investment questions. Call 888-99-CHART. Hey, guys. I've been listening to you guys for the last year and really appreciate all the education you offer. I did have a question. Uh, I've started to get into just some minor investment on my own. I have 25% of my income going directly into a company retirement, and I wanted to start investing on the side. You keep talking about how you value a company. The example, the other day, you had Qualcomm, the lady asked for about, it was in the 130s, I believe, and you said you valued it at 90. How do you come up with those valuations that way, you know, somebody doesn't overpay, you know, with less education than you guys? I appreciate that. Look forward to hearing you on the show. Thank you very much. Okay, this is always a very complicated issue, how to come up with a value for a company. Well, I can start with this. The basic P.E. range of the overall market long term is about 15. If we have no inflation, that P.E. will go up to about 17. And we have very little to no inflation right now. So you can use that as a basis, okay, 15 to 17 P.E. for most stocks. Now, if you're dealing with a stock that has high growth, the P.E. ratio, high growth in earnings and sales, the P.E. ratio will be much higher. If you're dealing with a company with very low growth and no growth, then the P.E. ratio will be lower. So you... You pick a company like Qualcomm. Qualcomm is growing maybe maybe 5% on average. I mean, this year it grew really sharply. But on average, I mean, this most recent quarter. If you give it a normal market PE, you take 8 times 15, and you're going to come up with about $120. Okay, so that's one way to look at it. And I would knock that number down because they have a lot of debt. So having a lot of debt means, wait a minute, i got to take that off of the table. That, that means that they're going to have to pay that debt, and therefore their earnings per share is going to be eaten up by paying down debt or paying off debt. But maybe the debt's good debt. Maybe they have that debt because they expanded and they'll make more money. You see what I mean, why that question is very difficult? So, we have different methods to evaluate stocks, depending on what industry we're talking about. So, what is Qualcomm worth? What is $8 a share worth? I'm going to just tell you, in general, probably with the debt they have, no more than 100 bucks at the most. 
and it's a $149 stock. Now, stocks can be overvalued for long periods of time. For instance, in 1999, any caller that called me in 1999, almost every stock was overvalued. Many of them were extremely overvalued. Like the dot-coms, extremely overvalued. They had no earnings, no business plan to make earnings, and we were being priced tremendously high. And what happened in 2000? They all crashed. Okay, so, there, you know, there, there may be times when people call me up and I say, that's overvalued, that's overvalued, that's overvalued. And I'm telling you, the market's overvalued. Okay, so people then say, well, then that means every stock's overvalued. No, no. There are times when the market is overvalued and times when the market's undervalued. And there are stocks overvalued and stocks are undervalued. Right now, undervalued stocks are the two sectors I just mentioned that were hit the hardest this year. And that's energy and financials. There's a lot of values in that, in that area. Are you brave enough to enter it? Some, most people see a stock go down. They go, oh, I don't want that. It's gone down. Oh, I want that one. I want, to, I want to buy Tesla because it went up 700% this year. That is a very stupid reason to own Tesla. Just because it went up. That's a stupid reason to own any stock. Just because it went up. You need to understand the valuations of those stocks, valuations of those sectors. Qualcomm is a great company. Valuations have nothing really to do with the, being a blue chip or a high flyer. It's all about earnings and sales. What is it really worth? And what is that company worth? If, For instance, if you were going to buy the whole company, how much would you want to pay for it? Right? Isn't that what you're buying? You're buying a company. I'm Steve Peasley, and this... Oh, you can't be that late. Is it that late already? already? I guess it is. Hi, everybody. <laughs> We're done with another show already. This completes another Investop program. Justin Klein and I will return next week with all new programs and podcasts for 2021. But for the holiday schedule, please tell your friends and family members that for New Year's Eve and for New Year's Day... We will post two new Best of Caller Question podcasts. And they cover a lot of ground uh, in a condensed period of time. They really do. In the meantime, I ask you to remember that you can choose over over 100 archive and desktop podcasts as free downloads. So get yours anytime at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, investtalk.com. And be sure to review and rate us. We really appreciate that. Independent thinking, share success. This is the best talk. Happy New Year's, everyone. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. 
And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART. 